I want to welcome you to Dream Chasers Radio with me, your host, Yaya Diamond. What's up, people? Okay, okay. Breathe. I have a show today that's just, I, I can't. I just can't because, and, and yeah, uh-huh. So I got a call and the call was that this person is going to be on your show. I said, what, what, me, my show, my, you kidding me, right? Like, this is not a joke. And she was like, no, no, gonna be on your show. I said, okay. So today I'm just gonna skip everything. You guys follow me wherever, comment, like, subscribe. But today, I got the man, Mr. Anthony Hamilton on my show. And I want to <laughs> welcome him to my show. Thank you so much. Thank I you was for having me. How are you, Miss Yaya? Oh, I am just so honored. Yeah. I was vibing to your music and <laughs> hanging out with your music before you came. And I was like, oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for all of the music that you've given all of us throughout your years. You know, you have given so much of yourself. How did this start? You know, as a young, as a young kid, dreaming kid here in Charlotte, North Carolina, um, somewhere in between church and home, uh, I came up with the idea that that I wanted to be famous singing and that I was going to be famous singing. And so oh. I, um, I never I never lost sight of that. And I took all the steps to get to where I am now, from church choir to school choir, to forming groups and being in groups here in Charlotte, North Carolina, to talent shows, to high school choir, and then going from Charlotte, North Carolina to New York to get my first record deal at Uptown MCA with Andre mm-hmm. Harrell, Jimmy Jenkins, and, and Puff Daddy and those guys. I was opening it up for Joe to see, and you know, things started to, uh, to show me favor. God mm-hmm. showed me favor through it. Wow. Wow. That is amazing. I personally love journeys. Yeah. You know, personally love because you, you can't be who you are today mm-hmm. if you didn't go through what you went through yesterday. Absolutely. You know? And so, wow, that must have been an amazing, you know, just leap for you. When you went to New York and you saw everything and you said, this is what I'm going to do. What was the biggest lesson that you learned right at that moment that kind of turned you around a little bit? You know that it's not just music, it's a business and you have to be ready to tackle the business um, in in order to to see the fruit of your labor with the music. And, you know, I wasn't ready for that. I thought it was just you sing and you just go out there and you just sing and you you love it and you travel the world and you get paid. But you won't get paid if you don't sign those papers in the right papers and having knowledge of what you're signing and what you're getting into, mm-hmm. uh, whether it be publishing, um, your share as as an artist, uh, the relationship artist label relationship and the points, the deal system and all that stuff. You have to know it to to really enjoy uh, your 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 life in music and your career in music. Yeah. 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 Yeah, right. yeah. You have to know that. So mm-hmm. that made yeah. me, uh, uh, we gotta go through this. It's almost like going to school all over again. Oh, so I had to get my PhD to uh, to really, uh, to be able to stand up and and demand what it is I know I, I deserve and what, I, what I've what worked so hard for. Mm. 
Yeah, because back back in the day, and this happened to so many different artists where they signed these contracts, they went out, they had these hits, and they didn't get paid. Absolutely. You know, sometimes when you're in it and you 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 want to seem to be on top, so you'll take gifts. A lot of times you take money, but you'll take they'll 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 blind you with gifts. And mm. while they're blinding you with that shiny car. They're taking your publishing and they're taking your owners and they're taking your writers and they're taking all your money. And so you have to really go in there and let them know, like, hey, I'm not really into you can't buy me out. Mm -hmm. You can't you can't gift me out. Right. Uh, I'm about my business and you're going to pay me. <laughs> hello. Hello. You're gonna pay That's me. right. Yeah. That's right. So it's important if you don't understand the contract to also have someone who does like a lawyer, an entertainment lawyer and an entertainment lawyer. Absolutely. Not your friend who thought about going to law school no <laughs> you're gonna get robbed um and have a good lawyer who, who knows the business who, who's current on mm -hmm. the business and you know if they they've represented anybody else yeah good definitely. to know okay who are they representing and uh you know what yeah. their career look like you know you mm -hmm. you know it's almost like when you go in the store and you say okay all these all these products have been sold so who's yeah. helping to sell that product mm -hmm. um you need a person who can make that happen. And it's the same thing with your career. You need a lawyer who can make that happen and that people are knocking on their door for them to represent them because they do, they do such a great job. Not right. just somebody sitting in the office, you know, uh, you, yeah, you know, so you know, <laughs> not saying that they don't know nothing, but relationships are just as powerful as, as knowledge and as money. And mm -hmm. in this business, you're going to need a lot of relationships. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Definitely. Cause it's a bargaining tool because, you know, if I'm signed to say social death or if I'm signed to uptown or my music box and, you know, I want to get my record played or I want to be on a song with someone else on another label, mm -hmm. they're going to be like, what is your collateral? If right. I'm another artist. So if I'm signed there and they said, well, I got Usher and Usher's about to do this. So, you know, you do this solid for me with Anthony, then. I can have maybe have Usher to do like a plug for you or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah well, yeah, we'll get it. Hey. So like you know, yeah, <laughs> you know, you you you, you, wow. you have and you and you and you make it happen. So yeah, definitely, definitely, you you have to do that. So life happens, and a lot of people don't understand that behind the scenes of the popularity and the concerts and the studios and everything, you're a father absolutely a father like six times uh, yeah i have six sons um ranging from ages nine my twins are about to be 11. oh and then i have a 24 year old a 30 year old and a 32 year old i was really young when i had my first one just 16 about to turn 17 and i was scared as hell <laughs> so yeah but it kept me you know kept me out of trouble kept me from doing crazy stuff because like I was so into wanting to be a good dad. I was like, I didn't want to let this kid down. I didn't want to not be in his life. I didn't want to have yeah. him to feel any void if I could help it. And yeah. yeah, I thank God for that early, early lesson. Yeah, definitely. You know, um, growing up as the daughter of a celebrity, mm -hmm. uh, my mom is Evelyn Thomas. So she sings the song High Energy. Yeah. And so, basically she told me the same thing you know 
when she had me, she had no idea her songs were going to take off. Yeah. And she left and I was with grandma and I was with grandma for years until yeah. a point where she said to me, well, she said to me in the interview, because I did interview her, she said, I didn't want my daughter not to know me. How prevalent is that in your life? And how did you combat that with your sons? You know, the first five years, my older boys, they, they lived with me. And, uh, you know, I was young, but I was there. I didn't have a lot mm -hmm. of money, but I had a lot of time and love. Mm -hmm. and so, you know, that quality time made a big difference. I instilled in them that, you know, I am father, I'm here, I'm here for your betterment, and I'm here to uh, to guide you, and I love you very much. And so when I go off to do this music, you know, you may feel like I'm not there because I'm gone two months, three months, but I'm back two months and three months. I want to make sure that you know that, you know, even though daddy's sacrificing early, the later years will be better, and uh, you won't miss a meal because I am going to make sure that you don't. Okay. So, yeah, it's important. Yeah. You it's very, to. very important. And and I commend you for being that father. Yeah. A lot of dads aren't there. And I don't think it really matters what color you are. It does. As long as you're a dad. Yeah. It doesn't matter what color you are, what your job is, what your status, your, your you know, it doesn't matter. Any, any, none of that stuff matters when it comes to that child because they don't see that. They see how you treat them, how you're there, how you love them, how you, you know, you, you know, provide for them. Mm -hmm. how you guide them and protect them and how you pray with them, all that good stuff. Like the other day, my younger three were here and, I, you know, during the pandemic, you know, I was gifted a, a massage table. And oh. so I gave them all on Sunday. I gave them all, no, Saturday. Saturday? Yeah, Saturday. I gave them all massages. Ooh. So, no, it was Sunday. It was Sunday. I so, should have been there. So, so I gave them all like full body massages um, for like 35, 40 minutes. Full oh my body, gosh. Feet, hand, hand, arms, legs, back, you know. You did that? I did it, yeah, yeah. What? I'm really, really good. And uh, and I gave them, I made sure they had the, the, the oils and the spa music and the candles lit because I wanted to let them know like, this is how you take care of your temple. This is how you take care of your body. This is how you mm -hmm. treat yourself. So daddy's going to show you. I'm going to love on you this way. You're going to learn to love on yourself this way. Make sure mm -hmm. you do this. And it's so important to like to be there so they can learn this stuff. Um, yeah. Being a man, you know, it's not always about, you know, driving a big truck and hauling wood and all that. It's about all of the dynamics that make us amazing men. Definitely. Definitely. I, I wish, you know, Anthony Hamilton, the masseuse. <laughs> that is wonderful. It's so awesome. Yeah. You'll be surprised. Like I'll have, you'll be so, my boys, they were drooling and everything. I was like, sanitizer, sanitizer. You're going to get this sanitizer. You're going to get it. <laughs> but you know what? There's just yeah. so many aspects to us, you know, in, in, in whatever profession you may you may have, you know, or, or pursue, there's just so many different aspects to our lives. And you have another one on top of your music. You have your own label now. Tell me about that. Why, girl, you know too much. You know too much. <laughs> you know too much. Know too much. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm signed to um, my music box. And I did a partnership with BMG. Um, at this point in my life, in my career, I felt like 
I've given enough to the major labels. I've been signed to everyone from MCA Uptown to uh, uh, Soul Life, Atlantic, um, you know, Jive Records, mm -hmm. um, Social Def, Arista. I've been signed to all these labels, Sony, and I wanted to do it myself and, and show that, okay, all that I've been through and all, all that I've learned, I can apply it as a man, as a, as a businessman. I'm not just an artist now. So you got to have another level of respect for me. I took it into my own hands and, and now I know yeah. the value of who I am. And so no longer will I settle for your mediocrity and, okay. uh, and, and pennies of crumb. Mm -hmm. I want to be paid on every dollar, not on okay. 80, not 75% of the dollar. A lot mm -hmm. of times you don't know that, but if you make, so every dollar that you make and some, some contracts, some labels, you don't get paid on the whole hundred pennies. You get paid on 75 of those pennies. Mm -hmm. They quarter that to themselves. And you have to really realize like, okay, that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't sign up for that. I signed up to get paid on every dollar that I created through my gifts and my talent, my hard work. That's right. So, mm -hmm. That's 25 oh, cents. Yeah. $2.50. You're talking $25,000. million. $250,000. $2.5 million. <laughs> You keep going, girl. <laughs> Look. Keep going. <laughs> so, yeah, so that, it adds up, and if you don't yeah. know, that, if you, if you don't know that, then you don't know how to uh, to do that. And you know, some contracts you're gonna have to prove it because it's a loan. You're going in there to get a loan. When you get that record deal, that upfront money, you get a loan. If you're really hot already, you may be able to waive that as a as a you know pretty much as a gift or half of it as a gift. It just depends mm -hmm. on how hot you are. Say if you were the baby and you walked in, you hot like he is now without a label. You walk in and it's like, hey, we want to really be in, in, you know, bed with you. Well, he's going to ask for $10 million, $20 million, whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, and a portion of that, he's going to be like, this part here is not, now recoup. You either want to be in bed with me or you don't, because I'm yeah. doing it by myself. So mm -hmm. you can, you know, you can use your leverage at times. So right. know your right. power and create that avenue that, that people can't deny and that comes right. with the music good talent um keeping your body looking like something you know nobody want a raggedy brand you know hunts ketchup always look good uh you know <laughs> <laughs> i hear that i hear that you know what i'm saying uh-huh i do I afro do. unicorn all these amazing brands out here <laughs> they look good all the time look good gotta look gotta look presentable i know that's right <laughs> so all right, so you have your new label. Yeah. Did you have to kind of okay? So when did you when did you start your new label, and did you have to adjust to the new system of the way things are done now? Because in the, in the you know in the past olden days, you know it was different. It was the labels, but now you are the label. You're responsible. I mean, like me, I can put out any of my music whenever I want. Yeah. And so can you? Did you have to adjust to that, or was it after that? You know, being in it so long and being able to see the changes within the industry ahead of time, um, I was I was okay with with the adjustments and making that change um, because I was already ahead of it. I was paying attention to it, gotcha. so I knew what to expect. I knew it was going to go more digital. I knew physical CDs, and I'm a physical CD artist, so my mm -hmm. people are from you know, 25 to 85 years old who come to my shows. And they want that physical CD in their hands. So I had oh, yeah. to, I had to create a way 
uh, for my fans and my day ones to make sure that they get access to whatever, however they need my music, they have access to do it. And if you, you couldn't get the physical, we'll show you how to download this album mm -hmm. to make sure that you get the, your listening pleasure. And uh, yeah, that part is, was the most um, adjustment, you know, okay. because if you don't, if you're not, if you're not secure in doing what you're doing and you don't have a strong fan base, then you'll feel like it's over for me. Yeah. There's no way I can go out there and compete. Yes, you can. Mm -hmm. You got 25,000 or 30,000 people. That's a lot of people to buy your music. You know what I'm saying? 25,000 times $20, you know, you do the math and it's, you know, you can eat. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really good. You just got to keep putting that music out. Got to keep putting yeah. it out. You can't do like I do five years later, three years later, but I saved my money. I ain't got no bunch of cars. <laughs> I ain't got no whole bunch of diamonds and all that stuff. I, I put my money in the bank. Hey, that's how you roll. That's how you roll. You know, yeah. that's how you roll. You wrap no. up in an old Pontiac. I'll be, I'll be stacked up in this Pontiac. Yo, with the Pontiac going up and down and everything, yeah. okay? What? I got an old school 71 Kingswood station wagon. What? Gold, it's beautiful. What? My daddy come pick you up. That. I'll come pick you up and you're going to ride out in that thing. Oh my God, you're doing so good. I'm like, yeah. 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 That would be amazing. That mm -hmm. just reminds me of my dad used to work on all those cars he yeah. loved caddies and pontiacs and stuff so that was yeah i'm you know that yeah, got yeah, me yeah. so but you got a new album out and a new single tell me about that well the new single is out now uh on my label my music box new single you made a fool of me uh produced by jermaine dupree and, and manny seal written by moi anthony hamilton and ramon montgomery eddie kane uh you know we all got in the studio and we were like what do we want to say? We have mm -hmm. now come to a time where we can get in together, you know, and, you know, still part of the pandemic was happening, but, you know, we made sure that everybody in there was safe, mm -hmm. tested and everything yeah. so we went in and created this music. We, we wanted to say something uh, you know, to the people that they could, not, you know, could understand and identify. Right. And every one of us have been made a fool of one way or another, whether it's a relationship or a job or, you know, just, thinking you're going to get the right thing when you order through the drive-thru and you pull off <laughs> you your driveway with the wrong thing. Boy, get all the way home, though. All the way to the house. You ain't even All the way. All the way. <laughs> you better pull up, man. That's about all you can say. <laughs> I know, but, right? But you know, it's off the new album, uh, Love is the New Black. Mm. And the album is it's a powerful body of work. Like I said, it's been five years. And uh, this time I wanted to call along some of my friends. I got a song with Rick Ross, Real Love. Then I have a song uh, called I'm Ready featuring Lil Jon. It's a crunk record. It's the sexiest crunk record you've ever heard in your life. And he came through. And then I have a duet with an amazing uh, vocalist, actress, uh, Oscar winner, Jennifer Hudson. We did Superstar, Luther Vandross' is Superstar mm -hmm. as a duet. And it's on it's on my album, man. Love is the oh. new black. It's available. Download it now. Stream it. But That's when right. you stream it, you borrowing it. But when you download that thing and own it, you own it. And we're talking mm. ownership, y'all. Own your right. own your album. You stream mm -hmm. it. You renting it every month. Which is, <laughs> you know, however you want to do it, but own that thing. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And you know, what is it like to work 
with other people and writing, do you suggest that people actually team up together? Do you get a better product sometimes when you just give, you know, you give the opportunity to actually work with other people? Absolutely. Because there's three different uh, point of views. There's three different stories. There's three different um, experiences going into one. And where I might miss a word that can turn this thing from it being just a dope contemporary, one of my friends might come in and have one or two words that makes it more mainstream or make it even pop. So mm -hmm. when you collaborate with people, you get the best of all worlds. And mm -hmm. there's a broader market because mm -hmm. you know, you, you're delivering something that's not just one sided. And right. Yeah. And it's like I'm on new I'm, I'm on the new Drake's album. Operated mm. with Drake. I'm on Domani. Um, I just did a remix for Leela James's um yeah. complicated and lessons with uh Eric Robeson. So that community, those guys is me, Eric Robinson, uh uh Raheem Devine, and uh I think it's is it Kevin Kevin Ross? Yeah. Yeah, so it's the four of us on there, and it's it's amazing. And so all their fans are gonna be made aware of me. And you mm -hmm. know, you open your you open your open your barn house, and you get all everybody walking through. Definitely, definitely. I appreciate you being on the show today. You have made my day. <laughs> Thank just you. Just going down the line and where you started to today is just a wonderful journey, and I appreciate it. You know, if you had to say anything to your fans, to the people who are aspiring to whatever, whatever they're doing. Yeah. What kind of, what kind of advice do you give to them? First of all, wake up every day on purpose and ready to live and to put in time, um, limit your time on social media because it's a distraction. All that time that you could be using to be creative and building your own thing. Don't waste it watching somebody else do their own thing. Be mm -hmm. intentional about your space your time and your effort, put in the work. And uh, yeah, and one closed door doesn't mean they're all closed. You know, mm -hmm. some doors you're not supposed to walk through because it wasn't meant for you. So continue to believe in it, walk that thing with your head up, with your faith high and love yourself and take care of yourself, your temple, whatever you're eating, make sure it's pure and clean and uh, drink your water, take your vitamin D and keep your mask on. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Vaccinated or not, the vaccine don't keep you from getting it and giving it, and they're trying to push this thing, but that's another story. But that doesn't protect you wearing right. your mask and staying away from the virus. That's that's the only thing that's going to protect you. I have, and you do the same because uh, you absolutely, know, hey, definitely, absolutely. I've enjoyed you. You're very, very peaceful spirit. I, I look forward to doing many more interviews with you. I, I loved it. Thank you. Thank you. And I love having you. It's just such a blessing Thank to you. talk back and forth and just to to feel you as a person, as a father, as a yeah. as a business person. It's just amazing. I love, I love it. I love it. And I love what you've done. Thank you so much for your I appreciate dedication. You too. And thank you all for out there listening and supporting my music. And it's not only me, but Miss uh, Yaya Diamond. Keep supporting her. We got to keep supporting our own. Uh, black love is real love. And uh, yeah, it's a new black. That's it. That's it. And don't go anywhere. Hold on a second. I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio. It has been such a pleasure having Mr. Anthony Hamilton on the show. I am going to back out because Mr. Anthony Hamilton has something to say about his new song. And I'm going to let him do it until next time, guys. Don't forget to dare to be different. I'm out.
Hey, what's up? It's your man, Anthony Hamilton, and you're checking out my new single, You Made a Fool of Me, right here with me and Yaya Diamond. Y'all take care and enjoy. Love. And I can never do 